the danger of the day and age that we're living in. The book of Esther, chapter number 4, and verse number 13. So just to kind of bring you up to date, we're not going to spend too much time here, is Esther was the queen. Gashvastai had disobeyed. So here comes Esther on board. Now Esther was a Jew. And Haman came all the way out of the lineage of the Amalekites that God had told Saul to destroy them all, babies and everything, don't let no they were great enemies of God and when his people tried to pass through they wouldn't let so God told Saul kill them all kill the babies everything <clears throat> but Saul thought he was smart let the king live Samuel came and killed the king but the Amalekites they continued to live on. So Haman came out of the lineage of the Amalekites. Just give you a little history. So Haman had plotted to kill Mordecai and all of the Jews. Now done so, he would have hindered Jesus. <laughs> but can I tell you that no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. So here come Esther married the king and for help because he found out that Haman's trying to kill not only me, but all of our people. Here comes the devil trying to stop Jesus from coming on the scene. If he did, you and I wouldn't be sitting here today. So Haman commanded, Mordecai, I mean, commanded to answer Esther, he said, don't think with yourself that you will escape the king's house more than all of the other Jews. Don't think that just because you are the king's wife that you'll escape too. Because if I die and your people die, you're going to die too. So don't think just because of who you are, you can escape this thing. Hold your peace at this time. 
Can't tell my text here because God is talking to everybody out there. Talking good. I'm telling you right now. Send it out. If you remain silent at this time, then shall their enlargement, then shall their help. That's what that word enlargement. That word help means enlargement means help or liberation. And their deliverance and their rescue and their freedom arise to the Jews from another place. See, God want to use you, but if you going to hold your silence. How to use money. How to carry it, y'all. The basic 
my Lord and my God. The wrong message to our children. And how dare folks sit out there and say the preacher, I said, not said nothing. For such a time as this, somebody, and not just a preacher, ought to be opening up their mouth too and saying something.
Come on, don't be ashamed. Raise your hand if you're from Missouri. <laughs> well, since y'all from Missouri, and your slogan is show me. Now, I, I'm from Missouri. But you're from Missouri. And your slogan is show me. If there's multiple ways for you to pick and choose salvation, I'd like for you to show me.
only a handful of folks is praying. I'm trying to wake us up. God said it's time to awake. I was asleep. I don't know about you, but I've been asleep spiritually. I've been asleep before. And I know everybody here has been asleep spiritually before. Amen. If you think you that saved, you need to be, you can, you probably sleep right now. Because everybody don't be asleep spiritually. Amen, somebody. For such a time as this, when God is looking for his people to show his power, we live in a powerless generation. And part of the reason why some of the church is powerless is because no Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Notice it's full remission of sin. Now when you start preaching this, folks start getting against you, but that's okay. Because I would folks be against me. Then God. When I got baptized in baptism in the name of Jesus Christ is for the remission of sins. What do you mean? He shed his blood. And it go all the way back to Abel and Cain. Where Abel gave of the first things of his flock. He gave blood. Cain gave of the fruits of the ground, which was a type of the flesh. God said, no, that ain't going to do no good. Because there got to be some sacrifice. So God said, I'm going to make coats of skins. And God killed an innocent animal and clothed it. Blood, now we see the first sign of blood being shed for our covering. And Jesus is called the Lamb of God. Jesus' blood is the only thing that can cover your sin. On the cross, when he died, amen, and that soldier came with a spear and pierced his side. Here come blood and water. The blood was his life. It was his life for you. All throughout the Old Testament, they shed blood. See, when you understand the significance of blood having been shed, then you ain't got no problem with Jesus' name back to You ain't got no problem because you understand that Jesus, as the sacrificial lamb of God, was the only one who was qualified to shed his blood, which was his life, for your sin, because he didn't have no sin in his nature. So he said, be baptized, every one of you, in the name 
What is the name? The name is the authority of Jesus Christ. What is it for? It's for what we're remission of. The remission of my sins. I'm going to teach you today. Uh, the freedom. Pardon or deliverance. When you got sins, S-I-N-S, that are in your life and have not been washed away, you're still holding on to those sins, S-I-N-S. When you was in school, the teacher will write on the chalkboard, and it's going to stay there until it's been erased. Amen. Yes. Sins stay on us until they've been erased or pardoned or forgiven or delivered or freed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen somebody. Amen. How do I get that blood? I'm going down in the name. Down in the grave. When I go down in that grave, the blood is applied and covers all of my sins, S-I-N-S. Now we ain't dealing with sin because the word of God will take care of sin. Yeah. You know, sin is the nature yeah. out of which sins with an S come from. Amen, somebody. Amen. Well, now that my sins have been erased, now, Lord, deal with my nature. Amen. Now that God starts to deal with my nature, this starts to become a transformation on the inside. I came in the church like a caterpillar, but I'm going to go out the church like a butterfly because I've been metamorphosed, I've been transformed. Folks, practice. 
to sin. Amen. Sin. Amen. Because we believe that if you got the Holy Ghost and God is speaking to you through the Holy Ghost that He gave you, that the Holy Ghost will start to knock at your door and say, Stop it. You know this ain't right. You know you're doing wrong. Now, come on, you know I don't like this.
And, and sometimes I had to learn the hard way. When God said no, and I questioned, and I did it anyhow, I had to learn the hard way. Because I wasn't taught to listen to the voice of God. Go to the spirit of truth. The Holy Ghost that God gives you is the spirit of truth. And it will line up with truth. When God speaks to you, he's speaking different ways, but one way that he speaks is through his word. And another way that he speaks is he speaks to your spirit. And when God speaks to your spirit, here it is, even the spirit of truth. He speaks truth. That's how you know I'm lying. No, that's, that's God speaking because he's speaking truth. He ain't going to speak error. Go smack the preacher because he ain't telling a lie. Oh no, that ain't the spirit of truth. Step 
you, you got the Holy Ghost. Your Holy Ghost gonna be totally different from mine. But number one, you got too much fear of God. You know what? We we have so much fear of God that we wouldn't even put our mouth on a preacher if we knew they wasn't preaching truth. Back when I was growing up. Nowadays, folks were getting in the, in the, in, in the seat. And you're preaching the truth. That's wrong. I don't agree with that. Oh, it's, it's a whole bunch. No discernment whatsoever. When you got discernment, Lord, show me scripture. Show me, Lord. Show me your word, Jesus. Because I'm so humble that I know that I ain't got it right all the time. And if I'm wrong, which Lord, I know I can be wrong because I've been wrong plenty of times. Show me the truth, Jesus. <laughs> but when you ain't got the spirit of discernment or humility, you're right all the time. That's a, wrong, that, 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 that's a bad place to be. In such a time as this, the devil has set up folks in the church. But you know what God said in that parable? Let the wheat and tear grow the cow. The angels will separate them at the end. Just let them go again. Pass that was you put that person out. Just let them go. Stand that person. I understand. But just let the weed turn over. As for such a time as this, if we don't see the day and age that we're living in, my Lord and my God. I'm about to close. I'm about to close. Oh, yeah, I'm about to close. Acts 12 and 1. Acts 12 and 1. At that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. He killed brother James, the brother John, with the sword. And it, because it saw, he saw it pleased the Jews. Yeah, yeah, see that? Man pleaser. He proceeded further to take Peter also. Then one unleavened day of bread, days of unleavened bread, the Passover. When he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternion soldiers. The squad was totaling about 16 soldiers to keep him intending after Easter to put him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But what happened, y'all? But prayer for such a time as this. Intercessory prayer was made without ceasing of the church of God unto God. Y'all see why that prayer is so important? All right, when you come to prayer, they're supposed to be coming to prayer, and, and other folks pray, but, but you have a private conversation. Amen. No, 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 no. No, no it's prayer time. Amen. Like they sang before, it's prayer time. I must tell Jesus what's on my mind. 
Now, if you want to have a small conversation, let's talk after church door. But right now, it's prayer time. Folks get mad when the preacher correct. Intercessory prayer. That's what Esther did. She called a fast. Yes. My Lord and my God. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. She called a fast. She said, we're not going to eat. Nor drink. Three days. Night or day. Because there's some intercessory that needs to take place up off of here. When you say for such a time as this, there's some intercessory that's got to take place yeah. in the children of God. Yes. Amen, somebody. Yeah. There's some interest. The reason why you are here today is probably one main reason is somebody prayed for you yeah. that you did not even know was praying for you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And can I tell you something? It ain't got to be somebody that knew you. It could have been somebody that was praying for your condition. Somebody way overseas. Hey, I don't know who it was, but somebody prayed and they kept praying. 
some affliction. Preaching come with some hardship. Preaching come with some trouble. Preaching come with some bondages that got to be broken. Preaching come with a whole lot of stuff. And if you ain't willing to go through the fire, it's time to
bow to the altar. It's the altar of sacrifice. Where you lay it down. Lord, I'm laying this down. A sacrifice is giving something up for something better. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I've decided a long time ago to give this life up. Amen. For many reasons. One reason is because God was so gracious to give it to me. Amen. And I love God so much to give it back to him. Yes. Yes. He didn't have to give me this life. Because I should have been dead when I tried to commit suicide twice. I should have been dead when I told two cars, drinking and driving. I should have been dead. But for some reason, God left me here. You want to know why? For such a time. God knew I'm going to have somebody that's going to preach the truth of my word. Somebody that's gonna stand. Haven't done all the stand to stand. So I'm gonna preserve this life and don't try to keep it. But I know I can trust it. I know I can use it. Thank you. 